NBA season is already in full swing. Welcome back right here to NBA Sound System, and of course, NBA.com. I'm Carlin Gay, alongside Gil McGregor. Thanks for joining us wherever you are, however you're doing so. Gil, we will now break down the top 10 list of centers, best centers in the league. There's a couple of centers going head-to-head on Wednesday night. Uh, Towns and Embiid doing battle in Philadelphia. That's a good matchup. We have, well, if you consider him a center, Giannis Antetokounmpo taking on the Boston Celtics. He's a big, uh, Miles Turner is also in action. Uh, Andre Drummond will be taking on Marc Gasol. When you look at the list that came out on NBA.com, the top five goes as follows. Marcus Aldridge at number five. Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns tied for third. Nikola Jokic slotting in at second, and Joel Embiid is the best center in the league, according to NBA.com. Do you still agree with that top five list? For the most part, I'm definitely uh, at least agreeing with number one. Joel Embiid has definitely established himself as an elite center in the league early on in the season. And the reason I say that is because of what he does on both ends of the floor. Gone are the days where we look at um, centers and and judge them based on how well they play with their back to the basket. Uh, We really praise versatility and we look at guys who can face up, who can shoot, who can create plays, who can put the ball on the floor. And Joel Embiid does a little bit of all that and he's also an elite defender. He's a guy who's been in discussion for being defensive player of the year, year in and year out. And uh, he just impacts the the game in so many ways. The one thing I might change is uh, tying Jokic and Towns at number two. Uh, The way Towns has come out of the gate this year, uh, scoring the ball really well, distributing, making plays for others, um, I think that he's really establishing himself and making that argument to be one of the top guys. And I think he looks to prove himself when he goes against uh, Joel Embiid tonight. Yeah, the way Towns has played, he's played at an MVP level to start the year, and it's going to be a good matchup between him and Joel Embiid, the odd man that's often left out in most discussions when you talk about a big man in the league is Nikola Jokic. He is sort of like a point center. He really, The offense really runs through him in Denver. He has a lot of responsibility on the offensive end. His defense is starting to improve year on year, but most don't consider him as the best center in the league. It's normally Towns. It's normally uh, Joel Embiid when you have that conversation. Why is Jokic always the odd man looking out? I think a lot of times with Jokic, we oftentimes let our eyes fool us. You see the guy who's not necessarily the most athletic guy. Um, he doesn't necessarily play above the rim. He's not fleet of foot getting up and down the floor. I think sometimes we use that to kind of prejudge what we see from him. But he finds way to pre- finds ways to produce. Um, you think about the way you talk about uh, he distributes the ball and the offense runs through him. He has an elite skill set that we don't see very often from centers. He is quite possibly the best passing big man of all time. I know it's early in his career, but you see the way he se- honestly seemingly uh, – gets triple-doubles with ease. He's a player who does a lot of things that we haven't seen, and he's, he's very young. He's 24 years old, and I think that the best is yet to come for him. So I think that a lot of it is the eye test, but I think that he continues to find ways to produce and will continue to kind of gain more respect over time as he continues to do what he does and gets older and learns the game even more. Yeah, coming into this season, Jokic had 33 triple-doubles in his NBA career. The only player ahead of him that played the center position, Wilt Chamberlain, who recorded 78 triple doubles throughout his NBA career. But that's not out of reach for Jokic to catch him. And last but not least, uh, let's talk about a guy who is often forgotten. We talked about how powerful Jokic's offense can be. Well, this guy gets it done on the defensive end. And I'm talking, of course, of Rudy Gobert. 
you know, he missed out on an all-star, um, all-star position last year with the Utah Jazz. If the Jazz are in place this season, you know, most are predicting for them to have a record that keeps him at the top of the Western Conference. Rudy Gobert surely should get a lot more interest and a lot more notoriety around the league. But right now, he's always outside of that top three, and he's a guy who's closing in on potentially getting a third straight Defensive Player of the Year award. Why no love for the Frenchman? I think simply put, we oftentimes don't realize how great his defensive impact is. I mean, obviously he gets the league-wide recognition and being back-to-back Defensive Player of the Year, but it doesn't translate into all-star appearances like you talk about. And I think that it's one of those things that uh, we kind of don't realize that his defense is like an elite skill. You talk about Jokic's passing, you talk about talent scoring ability, you talk about what Joel Embiid does on both ends of the floor. Well, Rudy Gobert is a top 10 player in the league, arguably, just based off his defense. And thinking about how good of a defender you have to be to be considered an elite player in the league based off of what you do on that end, uh, I think that's what sets him apart. And I think that it's not the easiest thing to measure for the casual fan. I think that you can kind of get in the the deep stats and talk about the impact that he has and how he's the anchor for that team. But I do believe, like you said, once that team success continues to fall in, we look at a team like the Jazz who had some rough starts to the season in years past. If they can have sustained success throughout the season and emerge as one of those top teams in the Western Conference, people will probably take a closer look and realize that his defense is to the level of that we rarely see. Um, you know, again, he could be the second player since Dwight Howard to win back-to-back-to-back Defensive Player of the Year awards, and that's no joke. Uh, I do believe if that team success comes and he can get that all-star nod that we'll start to really look at his legitimacy as one of the top centers in the league, and he can rise up the list and be in consideration for one of the best centers in the league. One thing's for sure, we are certainly you know, blessed with the amount of talent that has played at the center position over the last couple of years, especially this year. We didn't even get to talking about Miles Turner or Nikola Vucevic or guys like Andre Drummond, Clint Capella, who's playing terrific in Houston, even Al Horford, who's now in Philadelphia and has to compete for center minutes with Joel Embiid. Centers abound. The game has changed, but the fact remains the same. You have to have a good big man if you plan on going deep into the playoffs. That's our breakdown right here on NBA Sound System of the best centers in the league. Keep it locked here for your news and notes around the NBA. For Gil McGregor, I'm Carlin Gay. We'll see you next time right here on NBA Sound System.